We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Jeremy White. Joe in the car, first up today. And Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Joe, do you want to listen? Joe, are you an idiot? Joe, are you a moron? Joe, do you have ears? Joe, do you know what you're talking about? Joe, can you fit? On WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, good morning. Hey, you were at that game last night, huh? I was at that game last night, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of a downer. <laughs> well, I wanted to check one thing when I got in this morning. Good morning, it's Jeremy and Joe. So, it's the kind of thing where, you know how during the analytics era, a GM will say, well, I have my eye test, and then I'm going to go see the numbers. Sure. I kind of want to do that right now. You want to do the eye test first and then go look yeah, at the numbers? Yeah, the, the eye test, the Sabres got dominated early. I feel like the uh, the numbers, are. I haven't looked yet, they might back up with the... Okay, oh, well, I think I know where you're going. Never mind. I thought you were just going to say they got outclassed beginning to end. I don't think that's what happened. Carolina kind of ran out of gas? A little bit. What I really want to look at is how many high-danger chances the Sabres had. Okay. It feels like they could have scored a bunch of goals. In the sixth, they, I'm sorry, in the third, they had six high-danger chances. Okay. So, that's all. What, yeah. They hit a post. There are a couple times where it felt like, even though they're down 3-1 and then 4-1, it just kind of felt like... Yeah, they had a rough game. They got outplayed. Yeah, five on five. High danger chances in this game. Carolina 10, Buffalo 8. Okay. Scoring chances, Car- Buffalo 22, Carolina 21. And then their shot share, Hurricanes at 47 shot attempts, Buffalo at 42. Yeah, they, they- So it, it is all, like if you look at the little chart of like expected goals and whatnot, it's a little bit on Carolina's side, but it's not like they got... Destroyed. Yeah, they got a lead, and the Sabres kind of started to make a game of it. It's a disappointing outcome. There's no doubt about that, right? Like, Matias sure. Samuelson back, and maybe he's nursing something. He wasn't exactly his sharpest version of himself. Thompson did not look right from the beginning of the game. Right. Like, he, the whole game. He played hurt and then left with an injury, and there's a, the shot on the television, on the broadcast, of him getting treatment on his back. Yeah. So, disappointing outcome, but hey... All-Star game. We, one point out going into the All-Star break. You take it. 100%. And in a... Oh, no, no longer in a spot by point percentage. But four back with three games in hand on Washington. So you got two spots available to you. No longer, by the way... I know I know. we just kind of went through it that it wasn't maybe as, as bad as the score said. You will not hear me say anymore, Hey, let me get greedy and catch both Washington and Pittsburgh and we can avoid Boston. There is no difference... Carolina. Or it might even be worse avoiding Boston. Carolina might catch Boston, right? Like 
the way they've played the last 30 games. Yeah, they're now seven points back of Boston, which what? sounds like a lot, but they were at one point like 20. Yeah. Back of Boston, and in their last ten games, they are nine zero and one. Yeah, I just, I just mean that the th- I don't think right. there's much difference between those two teams. If in fact, Carolina, I mean, I think I saw they've won like six of eight against Boston in the regular season, the last two seasons. Like they might, you could make an argument. Did you show up in the Bulldog yesterday? Unveiled. I saw reverse Eastern Conference power rankings. They had Carolina at number one, and I can listen to that. Yep, I could too. Boston's, I mean, Boston's had an amazing season, of course. Boston's on a plus 81 goal differential. Yeah, their goal differential is yeah. twice, twice as good as anybody else. 39-7-5 and five for Boston. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yikes. So, but whatever. If you're the 8 seed or the 7 seed, we might like to try that on right about now. If the Sabres make the playoffs, you know, when the Bills went in and ended their drought, they were the 6 seed. Right, because there weren't seven teams at that point. Not yeah, yet. so they were the six. They're the six, and they played a Jacksonville team we thought was beatable, but we didn't really care. It kind of right. didn't matter. It was found money. Yeah, and if the Sabres were to make it as the eight or the seven and play Carolina, found money. Yeah. Shope asked yesterday, would you take a, a six-game series loss to one of those teams in the opening round? And Chris's answer was yes, because, I, yeah. like, okay, I get a competitive playoff series. Yep. And, you know, some good experience. You know, you wouldn't like to write off their chances of pulling a crazy upset. You would, of course, need what you always need in a playoff series, which is hot goaltending. But, hey, if they get there, great. I told a friend yesterday that if they get to a playoff series, my I'm only going to be rooting for, well, my baseline for what I'll be happy with is don't go down 3-0. If you can get me to a game four where I can even the series at two, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. So just don't. Win one of your first three games would be like kind of my, my bar to clear for a playoff series. I like it. It's very specific, but it's probably true, right? right. Just a, a game where it feels like, hey, they could make something out of this. Right, like the series doesn't feel like... It, you go on 3-0. Don't give me a game. A game four, really, is what I'm thinking. Can I, can I be still plugged in, on game, in, in a game four? Yeah. And not think like, oh, this is just inevitable that they're going to get smoked here. Yeah. You you want to avoid the gentleman's sweep where you just sure. win game four out of a courtesy and then, and then go back to Boston and get dominated or Duh. go back to Carolina. You never want to win game four after losing no. after going down three. The There's gentleman's no point. sweep. Well, all right. So they did not have their best game. They're actually dealing with. I mean, the injury to Thompson is is I want to say it's significant, right? They've been they've been pretty healthy in the last month. The Cousins injury, the Samuelson injury, and now this Thompson injury. These three have cropped up after a lengthy stretch of no one missing significant time. Yep. Earlier in the year, of course, they had a significant stretch where Samuelson's out, and they're kind of rotating things on the on the forward group because they had some couple guys dinged up here and there. But right about now, this is this feels like the worst injury bug they've got. And the good news is it happens at the All Star break and during the bye. Yeah, they are twenty first in the NHL in man games lost this year. Pretty good. Like they've been very healthy. So and forward wise, especially right. What what forward had they had have they had that's missed extended time on any level? Right, like not even the depth guys. Hinostroza didn't even miss. I mean, he, they've been healthy scratched, right? No, you think about injured players for this team. It's been it's been defense. Samuelson, Yoki Haru. Yep, and Middlestad. I guess was hurt for a little while. Power, there. power missed a couple of games. Yep, yeah, Middlestad Com- did. Comrie, but the the big guns. Comrie actually might be a lot of this. He might be the most. Yeah. Yeah, the, the big guns haven't missed any games. So it'll be disappointing, though, if Thompson can't be a part of the All-Star game, if he's got the kind of injury that keeps him out of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's – is there a skills competition he can compete in? Harder shot. Oh, you mean without – Without being 
100%. Probably not, because my guess is if he were to compete, you would have it where he would have to play on the three-on-three. And if he can't play because he's hurt and he needs to rest up, will the NHL send Darlene? Isn't that they should? But don't they have? Do they have but, to open it to a vote, or is it too late? Do they go, or do they just go to the next guy in the fan vote? Isn't that kind of what happened with Barkov? Mm. Or did they put Barkov in just because the game's in Florida? That's I don't what, know. I don't know that. I don't know either. But so this is what happened in the Pro Bowl with Tyler Huntley. Huntley, I read yesterday, he got in because the fan vote for Huntley was like that. He was the next guy. He had gotten more votes than Derek Carr, who I think is going anyway. Uh, he got more votes than Tannehill, so Huntley's going because, okay, that's what we're doing, next up in the fan vote. Hmm. Are, is the NHL doing that? Is it just next up in the fan vote? Because then that opens the door for it not being Darlene, and they already have opened the door for a team not having a representative because they're doing that with Seattle. Yeah. But Sabre fans would be furious, wouldn't they, if they don't get an all-star with this season they're w- having? Wouldn't it feel like a massive mistake from the NHL to not have its, well... Not biggest, but its most hockey crazy market in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Not have a representative representative at the All Star game, especially when one of like your option. It's not like you're going to Zemgus Gergensen's. Yeah, he's the second best defenseman in hockey this year, arguably, or arguably the the best. Like Carlson's got more points. Yeah, he's in the Norris race. It's not like you're reaching to put him in. He should have been there probably already. He was there last year. So, yeah, I would guess they, they do put Darlene in. I'm trying to think of another guy like Marchand that's not in right now that they could put in over him. Well, the fan vote that sent Matthews, right? Yeah. That, that was the NHL's yes. Atlantic fan vote. Who are the other options? You mentioned Barkov, and then who was behind Barkov in that um, fan vote? I'd have to look to see if okay. that's even public. Well, if it's not public, then you go ahead and send Darlene, <laughs> right? Like You send, yeah. Just who's going to be upset? People that voted in a fan poll and... Finished a guy third. I mean, Darlene was in that fan vote, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the Thompson NH- could participate in the NHL Breakaway Challenge, which is the trick shot competition. If he can skate. If he could skate. If he can, right. Can he make moves? Can he not lean on, you know, his right side? Like, I, I don't know what the injury is. John Butchergrass tweeted yesterday, I don't know that he knows anything or if he's just thinking, oh, this would be cool, but... He just tweeted out two pictures. One was the hardest shot competition, and the other was Thompson, uh, like in the middle of a slap shot. Yeah, like in the with the torque on his stick and whatnot. So he kind of implied, like, all right, Thompson in the hardest shot competition, right? It seems like it'd be it, right? You, as it was, the- it was the it was the thinking face too. Yeah. Actually, okay, so no, nah, maybe he doesn't know anything, but maybe he does. He did the, the thinking emoji. With those pictures. And then last night during the Sabre game, it was a crying emoji. <laughs> so maybe he's now... We're not getting it. We're not getting it. Can Tage at least go to the all-star red carpet? He's got some fashion sense. You want to show that off? What if he's got a really great suit, and now he's not going to the all-star game because of an injury? Ooh, that should be a competition. Well, it's on television. The NBA does that. At 3 o'clock is the all-star player red carpet. Mm-hmm. The NBA for every all-star game now does like a fashion show. Where like there are judges and like they <laughs> they like rank them, NHL should definitely do that. He's got he's got he's got some swag yeah. for sure. But yeah, it'll be disappointing if he doesn't go for sure because, I mean, one it's deserved and two like you kind of want to show off you want to show off your stars a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. You want especially your new young stars and your breakout stars. Yeah, and you want to see you know him make headlines of you see Tage Thompson shoot a hundred and three mile per hour slap shot, so. That will be disappointing, but 
at, at the same time, if he doesn't go, Darlene probably does, and that's certainly deserved by him, too. And then what competition does Darlene enter? Not hardest shot. No. Not fastest skater. Can I get the, is there a most patient <laughs> Dick Deeker uh, competition? He made a couple moves last night. He made a couple plays at the blue line. They, they went back and showed a replay of one where he, it's exactly what you said, the most patient. He yeah. slows the game down in ways that are just incredible sometimes. He had a, a guy right on top of him, and instead of firing it down the wall, he just waited, pulled it back, and laced the pass across you know, one side to the other. Just He's an incredible player there to was, watch. There was another one where he had a guy in his back, and he's right along the blue line, and he kind of leaves the puck in the middle where, like, if there's a guy there, he has to have the wherewithal to know that there's not a guy there. If there's a guy there, it's a breakaway the other way. But there isn't, and I'm sure he knows that. And he gets he just gets the forward to fly by him because he he literally leaves the puck where it was and then he like comes back and gets it because he knows hey my edge works better than yours I'm gonna get back to this thing and he did and he had a wide open slap shot call that the Maverick hit the brakes and fly right by yep. from Top Gun all right eight oh three oh five fifty if you want to join us you know what to say about that game last night eh, disappointing you kind of ran into a buzzsaw, right is that it yeah you're into a full post game show. Printed, done. I mean, I know yep. that Brian and Paul, and there would have been quotes, but you ran into a buzzsaw. The, the Hurricanes have been that. I'll say this about the Hurricanes, though, and there was a moment last night where I, I wanted to, you know, sometimes you want to tweet out a thought, and it'll just kind of get lost in context, which is Brent Burns on the Hurricanes is, what what is it? It's a sign. It's a banner. Hey, uh-huh. Carolina had a lot of good young players, and they went out and they made smart trades. We could do it with Colorado. How were the Avalanche built? The Hurricanes have been really good and competitive for how many years, Joe? Like four now? Four years. Under Brindamore, years. they yep. win all the time. Since they traded Skinner, really, they've been good. Not that that's Skinner's fault. No, they figured out. It, it's, it's funny because Skinner leaves and they get good. It's coincidence that right when Skinner left is when they finally figured out goaltending. Yeah. Like, they were a great team for years. They just had the worst goaltending in the league. And they've made two trades. The Brent Burns trade is one, and the other is the Trocheck trade that they make. Like, the Sabres might have been on that as well. This is the, maybe not quite the Timo Meyer trade, Mm -hmm. but when you are starting to get good, then it becomes time to make moves. Right? Like, it's time to make moves and identify this guy here and this guy. Like, when it comes to Burns, it was for a forward, a goalie prospect, and a third round pick. And, you know, he might not have been at the exact apex of his career, mm-hmm. but it's about getting somebody that can contribute that's a veteran. And, you know, he's, he's good for them. Trocheck was a price that we do it all the time. You see what an asking price is for a player, and it becomes, no, 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 not for that price. You know, Carolina got him. Last last year? When did they get two two years ago, but I think he left in free agency. Okay. This past summer. Gotcha. Okay. But they made that trade, that big swing a couple years ago when they were a contender. And then they've made other ones, right? Like Brady Shea yep. of of the Rangers. They traded for him when they already had like the best blue line in hockey. They decided, yeah, let's go trade for the Rangers number one defenseman. Yeah. Um and there's another one, Tara Vinen is way back when, but they did that with Chicago. It's gonna take I guess the the message is it's gonna take KG trades. And free yeah. agent signings. And I don't want the Sabres necessarily to shrink away from that moment. When we talked about this with Paul earlier this week, I don't need them to make the Timo Meyer trade. I don't need them to make the Horvat trade. But there will be a time where they will need to make it. If they fully expect to just home grow an entire Stanley Cup team, it never happens. Ever. 
You're going. Yeah. It's just too big of a roster, and trades are common enough that somebody is going to be identified as ooh available. We'll snag that guy. Thatcher Demko has come up as a rumor this week, right? That maybe they would go after the Canucks goaltender because he's going to get moved. I don't know that that's going to be it, but somewhere, whether it's this year's trade deadline, this off season, they will, I think, have to identify. We can get that player for two to three pieces and make a positive addition to the roster. I do like that Demko idea, by the way. Not for now. I like it for the summer, though. And I like it a lot. Because if you look around the roster right now, I agree with you can't home grow an entire Stanley Cup team. Like, you've got to make some additions along the way. You can do most of it. You can do most of it. And most teams probably do. Yeah, most probably of it. right. The fact that. I mean, homegrown is also, I think, a little bit overused. They didn't exactly home grow Owen Power. They right. just took him first. Right. That's that's right. Where right now do you have the least confidence for the next three years? Goal. Goalie. Yep. Like, it's undoubtedly goaltender, isn't it? Like, blue line because Darlene is there and Samuelson and Power. Like, sure, I got, the, I got maybe depth problems, but that's easy. Or, that's easier than other things. Forward, I mean, they're the number two team in the league in scoring. I mean, I'm not that worried about that. It's goal. Lukanen's been great, but, well, I don't even want to say great. He's been good. He's been fine. He's been better than what, what the expectation was of his, his team. He's been Grant Fuhr. I like that sure. because in the 80s, I didn't see a lot of Grant Fuhr. But people always told me, and Paul brings this up, he made a save and needed him to. Don't look at his goals against average because it's not exactly great, yeah. which is what Lukanen has. Like His numbers are not great, but his win-loss... It really has been yeah. this year. And I think, like, you know, ex- uh, goal saved above expected. Like, he's 20th in the league. So, like, it's not like he's been bad by any means. And the team's just he's, carrying him. He's 13 but, and 13, 6 and 2 with a save percentage under 900 this year. Yeah. And that's wild. Yeah. Do you remember that I think 900 is about average in today's league? Is it? It's, it's, this it's, year. It's fallen that far. Okay. It's fallen that far this year. But that would still make him slightly below average. Yeah. Um, Anderson's been good this year, but he's 41. The next three years, it's goal. Goal is the one place that I would want to add a guy that to because, like I, that's the one position where it feels like they're waiting for the homegrown the most. They're waiting for the prospect, the young guy, to come save them the most. The forwards are already here. The defensemen are already here. Goalie, it's just okay when Levi shows up, right? And Levi is 21 years old. <laughs> and the point I made on Twitter yesterday was that Demko, who has a three-year contract after this year, if you traded for him in the summer, you've got Thatcher Demko for three years. That would take Devin Levi to his age 24 season. And in the last 10 years, there have been only 10 goaltenders that have played half their team's games at 24 years or, or younger. Like It is very rare that a goalie shows up that quickly and just takes over your net. And in today's league where there are not guys that play 60, 70 games anymore other than really Hellebuck and Winnipeg, I need two good goalies. And if I want two good goalies, I want to ensure that's going to happen. I, I Demko and Lukanen for the next three years, you don't have pressure on, oh, we can't really be a cup contender or a legitimate contender until Devin Levi gets good. Who, who knows when that could happen? If it happens at all. It could it could be five years before that happens because that's how goaltending goes in the NHL. So to me, like that Demko idea is very enticing to me, but not till after the season because I think Anderson can get them through. But that's it. I mean that that idea though of just where is that trade going to come from? That I'm good. 
I'm young, and now I need a little something to put me over the top. 8030550. Of course, like over the top, all this. What the other part of what we're saying is strike while you can. The Owen Power entry level contract, the Quinn, the, the Paterka, the, these guys are, it's a lot like our quarterbacks on entry level deal conversation. Like, oh, well, you got to yeah. you got to surround Trevor Lawrence with expensive pieces while he's young. The Sabres should be treating Quinn, Paterka, and Power like that as well, along with Savoy if he's here next year. When they get guys in on cap hits under a million, that's your time to do this in goal and spend what you need to to get a little bit better. So you, power too, yeah, yeah. So that might you might be right about that. That you know this off season they do swing in that because I mean, Anderson will be gone. Do we do, like? I'm we, not. Sh- I'm not sold on Lucan and Comrie being their goalies no, next year. I'm not either. Anderson uh, it will be gone unless he's Tom Brady playing to 46. <laughs> but you would think yeah. Anderson will be gone. And then the other two, yeah, neither one has done enough. I think to keep you out of that market in this off season. And even if Lukanen had, again, you kind of want a 1B, don't you? He's 23. Like, even even him, by the way, 23 years old. Like, this usually is a little bit early for goalies and their development track getting here. So, pairing Lukanen with a guy, I mean, Demko is specific to this because of his contract length, but also that, you know, this year's been bad. Maybe anyone would be bad in Vancouver this year, though. The last two years, like, he's been a top 15 goaltender in the NHL. He was top 10 two years ago. By any metric. So adding a guy like that, I mean, it shows your team you want to be a winner. And I think it allows your team to be a winner and not just get caved in in goal. Because that that is the one thing I'm worried about is this team develops and they just can't. That's what happened to Carolina. To go back to our Hurricanes example. The Hurricanes were great like six, seven years ago. They were one of the best five-on-five teams in the league, and they couldn't get in the playoffs because they they were dead last in save percentage every single year. I just don't want to sit on my hands and assume that someone is going to bail me out of that. Yeah, it's the one position you don't want to just hope for. Right, especially with, with young guys. By the way, uh, power, I do think, like th- next year might be the last year you get them on an entry-level deal. Don't you think they're paying them after this year? Yeah. They did it with Samuelson after like 50 games. But you still, it still counts that entry level deal for one more year. Yeah. Well, he still plays on it. For, well, the first year the contract holds. So this year, then next year, and then I think then, it's big cap hit. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what kind of big cap hit, like eight and a half. It, that could be right. If you're power, do you not do that though? Because because you think I can get eleven. I don't think he can get eleven until he puts up numbers. But that's what I mean. He would yeah. rather not. So he would, take he would a, rather not. I'm just not going to sign a deal this offseason at all because if I wait one year and I put up those numbers, or I wait two years and put up those numbers, now making yeah, three million more. Maybe I, is he going to? Maybe he will. Maybe he will explode and start putting up like Darlene offensive numbers. But that is a big jump for him. It is a you know the Cousins contract. Look at the landscape of the NHL. You know we've we've been down this road a lot talking about me talking about offer sheets and. Free agency is silly season, and part of the reason that the tank became what it was is because great players do not move. Great right. players just don't move teams, and if you want great players like Power and Darlene, you better draft them because you're not going to get them in free agency. These teams have wised up, and they sign guys to long-term deals. Now it's not even the only the guys at the top get locked up. Mm-hmm. The Sabres locked up, of course, Thompson, Samuelson, and Cousins is going to be next. Yeah, and Cousins is going to be what, eight years, seven and a half to eight million dollars per year. Yep, these teams do not mess around anymore. So 
The players are getting paid earlier. They're getting paid younger, whether it's, you know, go on and on. The Kachucks or Josh Anderson, like who's the guy? All these young guys I'm thinking of that get their contracts. And if you are hoping to acquire players, you better do it while they're young and cheap and make these KG smart trades because it feels like the free agency market is is probably deader than ever when it comes to getting young talent. Yeah, you know who's done this already? Ottawa's done Ottawa's done, this. done a ton of it. Ottawa, you mentioned with, Brand- with Brady Kachuk, they paid Tim Stutzla, who they drafted, what was he, second overall? Third overall a couple of years ago. They gave him an eight-year, $8.35 million per year deal after he had played 53 games in the NHL. Right. They don't mess around anymore. Yeah, like they just pay him. And power, right, like maybe the offensive numbers come, maybe they don't. He was first overall, and he's having the type of impact that like elite number one defensemen are having this year. Yep. How could you be more – is there any way to be more sure that for eight years he's going to be like an incredible player for you? The, I mean, Is the, there any thought that he wouldn't – it's not even Thompson for no, this. No, that's right. Like there's no risk to me of you pay power after this offseason or this, this season and think they're – He's just going to be this great for eight years. The only thing that you would wonder about is, do you pay him on like a Timo Meyer contract, which is, hey, why don't you hit another payday in a couple years when you're still an RFA? Like, here's $10 million per year taking you right up to your RFA window, mm-hmm. and then we will re-sign you for another eight from there. So you retire as a Buffalo Sabre. Of course, you know, the player's got to be on the same page to do that. Josh Anderson, I don't know why he was the one that came to my mind. He might not be the best example, but he did sign with Montreal like a seven-year contract yeah. that paid him five and a half per year. Guys are getting locked up. Yeah, teams are doing that Yep, a lot. Uh, Chikrin, who we've talked about being in the trade market, he's a guy I always think of for this because he he was one of the first, I think, that this happened to. He is 20, He's 24 years old. He's already in the fourth year of a six-year contract. So they would have paid him a six-year contract when he was 20. 20. That might be, well, he'll be a UFA after this. So, I don't know. If you sign power, maybe you just do the eight. Because the risk is, again, like they did this with Darlene. Darlene, they did the bridge deal, $6 million per year, and now he's about to be probably an $11 million a year But that might be what the player wants, you know? And that's, you could say you'd like to lock up Darlene for eight. If he wants three, because he knows basically after three, he gets a raise, and then he signs for eight. Sure. Well, then you win. You get him for 11. 803-0550. 803-0550. We'll get a break in. Sabres lost last night. We're sitting here talking about, uh, you know, team building because Carolina looks good. The Sabres have a little ways to go. And, uh, well, they got smoked last night. Get you some highlights of the game. Lots to get to. One, I, I actually have I have a Brady conversation I'm excited to have. Come on. Yes. This can't be possible. I think it's, I think it's totally fa- – Something's got to be up. I have, a, I have a legitimate question about Tom Brady, his legacy, that I think can be a fun conversation. Okay. We still have to get through our – your uh... – your draft conversation. You had you had a, a, I know, ba- a bat, a bat that would get you to see eighty for Brady. I do. Yeah, we got to get to that as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot to get to that yesterday. Uh, jump on a phone line if you want to join us. Uh, you know, hang out. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Happy Groundhog Day, by the way, too. You're gonna rank some groundhogs. Give me your. I want your. I want your Thursday tiers of groundhogs. I don't, by, by I, the, I don't think I know any groundhogs. Oh, there's a lot of groundhogs. We'll get. We'll meet some of them as well here on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.